Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. channel i'm stacy june and i'm christy mercer why do you sound like so small in my ears because you're so small in your life (laughs) nah this is the channel we're not small we're big we're big dogs bold very bold podcast of ridgy digits in this country fucking hell we've been here for quite some time you know my dad the other day on the phone he goes oh yeah because uh, podcasts are like, they're, you know, they're, I see them everywhere. They're a thing now. I'm like, yes, Dad, thank you. We've been doing this for six years. Yeah, it's a now a pod channel uh, that we drop all different shows uh, throughout the week. At the beginning, we do a bit of a catch up on our lives. Then we dissect the lives of a guest. And today is the 411. And we also dissect your lives. But today's the 411 where we just chew the fat about nothing. God, really. No, like, not nothing. Just, just stuff that other people are talking about, pop culture stuff you know that the world is maybe interested in music and today even movies yeah movies I want to bring to the table today um why the movie Love Simon is so important what yep yeah it's in, like, I do it's like a Disney movie for coming out all right don't you know poo poo my points before I've even made them thank you all right I mean, no I'm not poo pooing I'm just saying that was my one-liner of it because we went and saw the movie together yes hashtag of course and what did you want to talk about today I want to talk about some chick that I'd never heard of that's broken the internet oh shit she's some like a poet a columnist she's American she's done a few TED talks what's her name her name is Janae I think it's Janae Jane. Oh, maybe it's How do you Jane. spell it? J-A-N-N-E. Jane oh. Robinson. Yeah, Jane. Okay. Anyway, she's done a mass, this big post, I should say. It's not massive. It's a post and it's become massive. Okay. Uh, about a message to women about plastic surgery. Ah, and cool. everybody okay. has picked it up. I want to read it to you in full, so you might need to put your feet up. But it's an interesting conversation because... It's been kind of thrown back in her face. And now, again, like every time somebody opens up about some opinion, they are off, they're offline. Like she's gone off oh, the internet. You know? So it's just intense. But it is, it does open this interesting conversation. I might get stuck into it. Yeah, let's I, do that. I'm only really kind of, I guess, unfolding it as, as we speak. Jane with a double N. Well, you and me both, doll. This is the Instagram post that this particular chick. Has put on. She's American and um, and does quite well in, I guess the the kind of self help space. I suppose she's, she comes across like a bit of a a hippie. Do you want to do it in your American accent because you learnt that at your acting course? No, I'm a bit. I'm a bit nah, come on, give us a give women, us a whirl. Women, women. No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Uh, women, please stop injecting shit into your lips. Stop taking flesh from your ass and putting it in your face. 
Stop getting silicone sewn to your chest. I'm sick of women looking the same. I'm sick of artificially inseminated manufactured blondes with tits that aren't real, lips that aren't real, and their eyebrows looking like they constantly drink 10 espressos a day. Let your body goddamn be. And to the women who hopefully haven't altered themselves, who worry their breasts aren't a handful, or they are too boyish, or that their lips are too thin, or that they have wrinkles forming from laughing, you were sown from the hands of the heavens by she that is the creator, by all that is and all that should be. I am so sick of seeing women that look the same. I am so sick of seeing manufactured painted faces with dyed hair in tiny dresses. You've been spoon-fed the wrong kind of pretty since you opened your eyes, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry you ever thought you were anything but the perfection you entered this world as. I'm sorry you thought you'd be more worthy, more beautiful, if you tucked and plucked and sucked and painted it all away. I'm sorry we live in a world where you believe the most important thing you can be is pretty. It should be a crime to alter anything about our flesh. Our meat bags are tired of being poked, prodded and stretched. Undo, undo, unfucking do. I wish to hover over you on the plastic surgeon's desk and say, get out of there. Get into your soul. Your soul is screaming that the only thing you need is your heart that beats and your spirit that cries and your feet that thud to take over this earth. Please, Jesus, fuck. Stop sewing your ass to your face. <laughs> what a line to go out on. It's fair, though, the ass to the face thing. Not the rest of it. <laughs> the blonde thing. Well, that's it. Um, it's interesting. Because- I can see why it's controversial because I'm somebody that circa 12 months ago was thinking about getting a boob job. Do you know what I mean? But then I'm also not hating myself. So I feel like there's, of course, elements of truth in terms of, well, in my opinion anyway, this. But let's dissect that for a second, right? So since I've known you, you've wanted to get a boot job. I have, yeah, and still do. And we say it on air and, you know, we've we had all these discussions about it. Yeah. But then there was something from my perspective that started to change as you changed. So as much as you said just really quite confidently then, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, this mm. is your life. Yeah. So, you know, I am only sitting here as a viewer of it. I'm not in it. I'm not you. But I'm a close viewer. You are. And I'm also a big reflector and I'm incredibly intuitive. You're right up the front seat. But I could be still incredibly wrong. Yeah. I definitely saw this kind of intensity level start to pull back once you started to do more self-work on yourself. Oh, yeah, totally. And then the more you moved away from your ex, Mm. the less you spoke about getting a boob job. Yeah, absolutely. You'd be completely right there. I think I tell myself I'm like that it's a financial thing, that if I – because previously I could have more so afforded boobs and I think – there was an element over years worth. It was just something that I'd always thought, oh, when I have boobs or when I get a boob job. And this is when I was a teenager because I felt like I like my body. I like who I am, but it'd be really nice to be able to fill out bathers a little bit more um, and I'd feel more confident in doing that. And so I suppose I was coming from a place where I was not hating on myself or feeling like I needed to change my body to love or accept who I was. But I don't know, that probably is right. If if I was sitting here today and someone's like, there's 15K in your bank account, if you wanted to get boobs, would you? I don't, think, I don't know. That's why when you said it, 
you know, if there was anybody else sitting in this seat, you're like, nah, Chrissy just said she would do it. But I think, especially with those that are close to me, I, I don't work on words. I work on energy. Trust me, that's incredibly hard to have an argument with me because I'm trying to explain to Ben half the time what I mean. And it's because I go on what I feel rather than being able to articulate it. Mm. You said to me straight just then, yeah, I'll, like I still want one. Really kind of like the feathers kind of plucked up. Like <laughs> the energy was like, like your peacock feathers just went up and like, yeah, what you saying? What are you, what are you saying there, girl? I still want a boob job. Do you know what I think it is? Maybe protecting, protecting my, um, myself just in case I change my mind. Yeah, that's a good point. I think maybe. Mm-hmm. So then I haven't gone, oh, I definitely don't. Look, I think, um, I think you're so right though in the sense that I do feel very differently about myself over the last even six months. And I think that's the interesting part of this. Now, because whilst there is so many people, including uh, Liz Gilbert wrote a massive Instagram post on this a few years ago. I don't know if you saw it, but it was, and she wrote Eat, Pray, Love, and she's very... Stunning. Yeah, yeah. she's mm-hmm. she's written uh, Big Magic, another kind of book for creatives. Like she's an author um, and you can find her on Instagram. But she wrote about similar stuff but from a very different perspective her take was if you want to do that that's yours to do Mm. but it is interesting because I guess everybody has this this place where they have a choice and that choice is exactly what I believe feminism to stand for Mm -hmm. but I do find it interesting on the flip side of that of why we make the choices we do so you can have a choice or I could have a choice. I do have a choice to dye my hair. My hair is dark brown. No one's ever seen my actual hair color because I feel more confident with being blonde. But why I feel confident being blonde is because there's been images and this kind of look and style that I equate to being sexy and powerful and attractive and looks good and suits pale skin. Yeah, so then... It so is- then I make a decision from that picture to then dye my hair. So then what that means is you thinking that you have a choice in the matter really isn't that much of a choice? Well, it's still a choice, but I think we need to also own why we do the things we do Mm. and have the knowledge. Now, this is kind of coming back to a lot of things that I have learned about myself and also try and communicate on this show and have tried to communicate for many years. And and it started with this idea about wedding traditions that I think really blew up news.com.au when I wrote that article because let me be really clear, it doesn't mean that I think you shouldn't make those decisions. Clearly I do. But it's about being educated as to why you're making them before you make it. Mm. And if you were to get a boob job, of course, and I said this to you on the radio show, I would support you with whatever you decide to do. I just hope that everybody that goes and makes this type of call for themselves is very aware what we're getting dictated to and by and why we're doing it. I think that would be a very – I think that would be a wonderful thing, but I think that would be an incredibly rare thing. That's my point. That's where I think we need to get to. That would be incredibly rare. bashing this chick for having her opinion, at least she's giving people education on why we do the things we do. It doesn't – just because she doesn't want you to do it doesn't mean she said you're a 
fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> I She's think just this like, is... stop it and I want to educate you as to why you're doing it. But like the wedding traditions article that you wrote, and we'll check the link of, of that article in show notes, I think the reason that people got their backs up and got so defensive and a little bit nasty, to be honest, about um, about that particular article is because it makes people feel dumb. It makes them feel a bit uneducated that they have potentially done a, a tradition that, at their wedding in front of all of the people that they love and had no idea what it actually means and what it represents. But it's not Similarly, just weddings, yeah. It's that's everywhere. what I mean. Similarly to, to so, the, these beauty standards, you go and you go and change something about your body thinking that it's purely to make yourself feel happy. But is it really? Because it freaks me out sometimes when you think about when you come into the world as this like untouched, pure, precious little, um, you know, thing. Spirit. Spirit that has, you know, zero kind of ideas around what you should be, what you should look like, what you should feel. And then as time goes on and, and from as young as, you know, a couple of years old, there's all of these kind of really negative messages and connotations that we're taught from media, from parents, from siblings, from things that we see, you know, and then we take on all of this stuff, all of this baggage. And I do think that is it is actually our life's purpose to like almost unlearn all the shit that we've unlearned consciously mm. as kids. So it, it blows my mind sometimes when I'm like, we've got actually no idea sometimes what we truly feel about things because how hard is that to separate a message that you've been told since you were too plonked in front of play school? Yeah, it is hard, but it's it's doable. You can ask yourself, like you can actually ask yourself. I think the hard thing is uh, at this point though, these conversations are getting people into a lot of trouble. Like this chick has attracted full-on comments. Like so people what's happened? Go nasty. So, so talk to me about the fallout. Well, the comments, you know, she's it's just it blew up on her Facebook page. And one woman has written, so the skinny white blonde says, like as in, so her? you're the one yeah. saying that, LMAO, fly away on your kale carpet. No one wants to fucking hear it, which received more than 4,000 likes. <gasps> So it's wow. it's dis- you're right. It it totally opens us to discomfort, and it's just so interesting that we're so we so resist any kind of opinion that isn't what is, I suppose, transcribed to us. You know, mm. in tradition and form and things that have just been the way that they've always been. It's, it's insane. It's like, why do you want the world to be beige? I don't get it. So it's kind of, for me, it's turned into this interesting conversation around, you know, when did we want to stop learning? Mm. I think, I think it's, it's, it's um, sounds familiar, this kind of people getting their backs up about somebody having a, a, an opinion and it goes back to that whole. But it's dis- women and women's stuff. It, that's the interesting part. People really turn on women having an opinion that isn't the way that we mass live, mm. you know, like that the masses live, I should say. It, that, that blows my mind that there are certain women. And again, I'm not saying I totally agree with everything she says. I make decisions that go against things that she said in that post. I'm a blonde. I'm not, for example. But it's just so interesting that people get so mad at her rather than looking at 
trying to find ways to extend themselves or trying to learn different opinions. Like, well, I don't get it. I think it goes back to what you were saying before, right? When you're talking to me about the boob job, you go, it's not so much the words, it's the energy or the intention behind what you're saying or what you're trying to mean. But I think if you look beyond her words, her intention is you are perfect as you are. Love yourself for who you are. But I think so even if there's words that you disagree with, you have to sense the message that she's trying to send, which is... You're awesome as you are. But I think the point as well is it comes back to that education. It's if you've made an educated decision to do what you want to do, then you won't get defensive. Mm. So I think that's the thing. Let's just stop being so bloody scared of people educating us on things Mm. because it doesn't mean you have to believe her or go her way. It just means you can know more knowledge and then stick to your own plan. Mm. Yeah, it's true. It's just bizarre. Yeah, the whole plastic surgery thing is a different conversation. Yeah, we'll have to. I'm really into getting into that. Nah, we'll have to park that for another time. Maybe. I read an article on Mamma Mia, of course. They got it right into it. What about what? Like well, opinions around this, whether well, this people should or po- shouldn't. Well, about this particular post. So they still very much on the fence when it comes to this Jane or Janine girl. But then they kind of back it up with this Liz Gilbert thing, which is saying, you know, I'll read you this before to wrap up what Liz Gilbert said because I think it is something really nice also. So this is so this is Liz Gilbert's post about like being two empowered ye- to do whatever. Two years ago yeah, about okay. plastic surgery. And I dig her too. The history of women's bodies and women's beauty is a battlefield of epic and sometimes violent proportions. The last thing any of us needs to be judging each other and turning on each other. What really frustrates me is the patronising tone that is sometimes adopted when a woman has made a certain set of decisions about her own face and her own body, criticises another woman who has made an entirely different set of decisions about her own face and her own body you know the tone it goes like this i just think it's so sad that she felt she needed to do that this is a tone of voice that fills me with ire is it ire ire yeah i never really know what that means oh well we'll go with it because really does it make you feel sad or are you just using the word sad correctly does your neighbor's boob job really make you sad (laughs) does that movie star's plastic surgery genuinely make you feel sad are you honestly crying into your pillow at night about someone's brazilian butt lift The way you would cry about a death in the family, honestly. Or are you just judging a sister and hiding your judgment behind a screen of moral appropriation? Love. Love. Mm. That's good. I like that. It's an interesting one. No, I'm I'm digging that Let's do an Insta poll on that. What do you think? Do you think that this chick, which way do you think it should go? That you should be able to have an opinion on what you stand for? Mm. Or do you think that somewhere underlying, if you are judging plastic surgery, you're judging? Even if the intention, as you said earlier, is to encourage women to be more confident in their own body. Okay, let's put it up as a poll and see. Mm. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I want to bring to today's 411 app um, what I think about a movie that I, and we saw together actually mm-hmm. a few days ago, called Love, Simon. Mm-hmm. If you don't know anything about this movie, I had any kind of YouTube clip. I've been watching a few YouTube clips lately, been Googling some karaoke versions of songs to learn. <laughs> Every single freaking time the um, ad comes up with the trailer for this movie, the trailer made me go, I need, I need to see that. I need to see that movie. Um, it's about a 17-year-old um, guy played uh, by this uh, actor called Nick Robinson. He plays this character called Simon Spear. Um, and if you watch 13 Reasons Why, Catherine Langford, who's the main chick in that, stars in it. Um, Jennifer Gartner's in it. Josh Duchamel, is that how you say his last name? Fergie's ex, which P.S. Mega Dilf. He's so hot on that movie. Were you thinking that? Yeah. Every time he came on, I was like, yes. It was an easy sell. <laughs> he was like the cool Because he's got – so, Do you know what I mean? Like, how – now he's got salt and pepper hair, so they're like, we'll cast you for every cool dad role yeah. ever. And you and, our, <laughs> you and our mate Loz are easy sells. Like, you're both gagging single girls. Like, that are just are. like – I was yeah, swiping just, Bumble whilst oh in God, the movies. Yeah, you just like – It was quite like, intense. Oh, he's on again. Like – just horn bags. <laughs> and I'm just calm your fucking farm. I promise Seriously. you in two years you won't find in this hot. Okay, well, at the moment I do and I am owning that space, hashtag free speech. No, but this movie, it starts off with the line where he says, everything in my life is perfect. There's just one problem. I'm gay and nobody knows about it. And this whole story is about this 17-year-old guy that knows who he is. He's known for a couple of years. And he knows that his family will probably accept him. He knows that his friends will accept him and love him for who he is. But he doesn't know how to portray it and how to tell anybody about it. And I don't want to give too much of the movie away but because this is said for a in trailer. The, in the intro, straight up, it, it had cornball kind of tendencies for me. You know, like this, I live the American dream. Oh, totally, I love my yeah, sister. Yeah. My mum yeah. and dad are high school sweethearts. I'm friends with my friends since I was two you know, this kind of And this of vibe. is the way he's narrating the movie as it starts. Right. And already yeah, it was in the first scene basically. And already I'm I'm off a bit. I'm kinda like, well this isn't real. I knew you were off. I could just feel it in you because I was so into it. I was bawling my eye. I don't think I've ever cried it was, oh, then again, I've cried a, it was a lot. a little unhinged. Because I was thinking of other people in my life, actually, and that's why yeah, you I... you can tell. But that's why I thought this movie was so important, and I understand what you're saying. From the second it starts, and even before then, before it starts, from the trailer, Well, I suggested to go. I wanted yeah, to yeah. go. It's, I didn't think it would be this corny, though. It's, it's corny. There's yeah. de- it's totally corny. This yeah. American kind of, we're all besties with each other. We Our, our parents are still in love and making, like, little jokes and they were high school sweethearts, all this BS. Mm. I found all of that stuff BS. Mm. But at the same time, I was like, well, can't there be an element of corniness in the rom-coms that we watch, in the action movies that we watch, in the um, comedies that we watch, but there's still this kind of general undertone of walking away feeling inspired? Are you asking me? Yeah. 
I'm asking um, you as a, as as a question. Like, no, for- the answer, no, I can't be inspired by something I think ends up being damaging. See, I, I don't know. I, I think just- the film. I think the film is like hearted and sweet, but I think that the message is damaging. I think that is such a harsh um, takeaway from that that you can call like that you can call that damaging. Like this is the first ever movie centered around a gay teenager. Yeah, like, and I think there was a responsibility. We should have learned a long time ago that these types of movies are incredibly influential. Not just to young gay kids, but to girls, to how young boys treat girls, to how you see all these corny movies and we live our life telling, like having these kinds of movies tell us what the rule book is. So if there's a guy slapping a girl's ass at a high school party when it's 16, you know, like what's the show that where he puts his dick in the pie, American Pie, like you know what I mean? Like there's these kinds of movies that we grow up loving, right? Mm. But they set a tone to what behaviour is okay. And this movie, whilst it was uplifting and there were really nice moments and I get what you mean, it has... It has broken through and that is important. There was also an opportunity to not make the first movie about a teenage gay kid something so unrealistic for so many gay kids. I just, I hear you, I hear you, but I think isn't that better than there not being any movie about a gay kid for but another 10 all, years? Well, Do you know what I mean? That was always going to happen. There was always going to be a movie, a first movie, about a gay teenager. That was always happening. Like that is just transition, that's time. I do get what you're saying, but I think there is an element of commercial media being commercial media. And what makes commercial media tick is money. And what are people going to um, spend money? And, and to be honest, it didn't actually make that much money. Like although it came out to like quite rave reviews, it cost about $11 million, oh no, $17 million to make and then it grossed $11.5 million at the box office on the first weekend, which is like an okay to fine opening weekend but nothing kind of remarkable. I just I just think that, you know, and we've seen that. We've worked in media, the two of us, you know, for a really long time that, that sometimes to get a message across, an important message across, whether that be female empowerment, whether it be um, owning your sense of individuality, whether it be owning who you are and you're not a, a white, straight, het, you know, hetero kid, whatever. I think sometimes that that message can be packaged up in a commercial way, but at least you're getting a little slice of the pie, a little 30% of that commercial corniness that's going somewhere. There is a way to do both. We're not at a place anymore where commercial entities only have to do it this way. If that movie had have evoked some severe storylines of the fact that what is the statistic of suicide in young boys, it probably would have made more money. Like that's the interesting part. People are fearful to take these risks because they're uncomfortable but these are the kinds of stories people need to see because that's what the statistics are saying. Statistics are saying that you don't go home and your mum and dad hug you and it's not all like that for a lot but of isn't kids. There, but can't it be a good thing that he's accepted by his family? Do you know what I mean? Like can't that then be more inspiring for somebody to come out to their family because even if their dad takes a little bit more time than old mate hot, hot dad, Dilf, 
Josh DeShamel to mm. come to the party, mm. that they go, well, oh, well, ex- fuck yeah, okay. Fergie peeing on well, the stage. Well, so maybe. He's well, going to accept everyone. Well, maybe my dad will be okay with it. Like maybe in a way, the, the way that I know that's a, a semi-ridiculous statement, but isn't it, can't that be a takeaway that it might be even more inspiring that if you're freaking out as to whether you'll be accepted or not, that this kid in a movie's done it and he was accepted by his family it's, and that that might inspire you to think that you're, the people around you will do the same, even like if they ask, don't actually? It's like you're asking me, can't the world be different? It can't be. The reality is their reality. And the statistics say that this picture isn't happening in majority of houses. It's difficult. And it might not be that you're kicked outside on the street. I'm not saying, you know, I know plenty of people that have had horrific coming out stories and I've got people that have good ones. I'm not saying they're all bad. It's very close to home for me. Mm. I've I've been the first person that someone in my life told me they were out and I went through the process of watching them have to tell every individual person. And whilst this character it doesn't have a dream run coming out no, there's it doesn't some dramas run. there was a responsibility that was missed. Mm. If we just accept this stuff, nothing ever changes. All right, well, go and watch it for yourself and make up your own mind. Maybe you've watched it and you've got an opinion on it. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'd really, really appreciate it. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram if you'd like to hash it out or even just private message us if you like. Um, We would love to hear your take on this and particularly would love to hear your take if you've seen it and do relate you are somebody that's come out you are somebody that is thinking about coming out because it is very rich also for two straight chicks Mm. to try and talk about it and we're very aware of that but it was it was a good film important (laughs) if you are digging uh, this episode and any of the other ones we chuck up on the channel give us a review or a rating it'll take a couple of seconds and it really does make a difference um, if you subscribe on iTunes or you stream at the website don't forget we have all of our oldie podcasts as well that's four or five years of flashbacks babes six what? This is the sixth year. Sixth so five year. years. Yes. Five years of incredible episodes with all different types of inspiring women. So make sure that you get deep. Go deep. Balls deep. See you next week. Bye. I regulars on Sunrise. Yeah, girl. It's the best. And we bring you guys along with us, our posse, every single week just by joining our Insta story. Yes. From the taxi ride there to the makeup chair and selfies with other amazing, talented Sunrise guests, we share it all. Yeah. Make sure you head to the Thinker Girls on Insta and check out the updates every single Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll catch you there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.